You're listening to Social Social Distancing, Distancing. a podcast produced by Olivet College to remind you that no matter how far we are from each other, we're all a part of the Olivet Olivet College College family. All right, hello and welcome. I'm Ryan Shockey here with Social Distancing Podcast. Alongside with me today is co-host Dane Pavlowski. Dane, how are you doing today? I'm great. I'm feeling really energized today, Ryan. I don't know why. I'm just feeling peak energy and I'm going to try to match that energy you're bringing right now because it's perfect. Right yeah, there. you There's look like uh, you're getting some dance moves going on there, Dane. I like it. Um, Never danced in my too life. bad we can't be together and we have to watch this over Zoom. It is. So uh, just a reminder to everybody what social distancing is. It's our Olivet College podcast with Dane and I. We bring on a new guest every week, talk to them about how things are going in the Olivet College community, how our family's doing, sharing some positive stories and hearing how everybody's dealing with the COVID-19 quarantine, stay-at-home order whatever you want to call it during these times. And just to let everybody know that uh, we're in this together. There's a lot of positive things happening and we can, we can get through this. And although uh, we're not together physically, uh, we can be together emotionally and uh, mentally as we get through this as our Olivet College family. So we want to thank everybody that's listened to our first episodes at this point, about four deep, uh, all of our guests. And we're excited for the guests we have today and the ones that are coming up. Uh, but if you are somehow listening to this and you don't know how, uh, you can find it anywhere you can find your podcast. You can also find it through Olivet College social media or on the Olivet College YouTube channel. You can find uh, some video forms of it. Uh, so tell your friends, tell your members of the Olivet College family, teammates, classmates, uh, sorority, fraternity, team housemates, and let them know that we're talking about some good stuff. We're having fun. So thanks, everybody, for the feedback so far. And keep listening because we're having a good time. And if you have something that you would like us to talk about, somebody to talk to, stuff like that, feel free to get at us. Uh, me, Dan Pavlosky, or the co-host with the co-most, Ryan Chalky. And, and like you said, Dane, a lot of this is about good things, what's going on. Every it episode, is. we like to share a good news story. So our good news for today is just general observations, as Dane and I talked in our pre-show, uh, just noticing that people all around us are doing things just to check in on people. I've got friends I, I haven't talked to in a long time, just calling each other, checking up, seeing how they're doing, what's going on, checking on each other's mental health. Our neighbor, who we haven't talked to in the four years we've lived here, she brought us over masks the other day. Wow. And just said, hey, you made some of these masks, here you go. Um, so I think what I have seen for the good news is just that people are coming together as a community more so than ever. I did see a f- uh, an interesting thing. It was on Facebook, so I can't say that it's true. But uh, I did see a video that I thought was pretty neat. Maybe the two of you saw this. Uh, two pastors in a community were going around asking people trivia questions. And if they answered the trivia question correctly, they would win $50. So Man. an example of the trivia question that they would ask people would be, uh, I know this is only audio, so people can't see, but... Uh, Mr. Dane, what, what color hat are you wearing today? That'd be red because go Comets, Olivet College, Olivet College red. Got there that. you go. And they would say, congratulations, you answered the question correctly. Here's $50. I think the good thing behind that story was just a, a video of two people going out, just trying to spread joy um, and, and helping people out. I saw a couple times in the video where somebody would say, hey, I don't need $50. Uh, I'm oh. doing fine. And they would tell them, hey, but you know what? You're going into the grocery store. So take this $50 with you and make somebody's day in the grocery store and help somebody else out. So I've seen a lot of great things like that. Um, it's really pretty neat to see what the human race can do when we're tested and uh, to see communities come together and be pretty strong. Um, hopefully the, uh, 
the bad things will end at some point, but we will remember a lot of these valuable lessons and continue on doing the good things and treating people the way that they should have always been treated. To build off that, I think that's something that's cool, like in society and even for like young people like me, um, I'm calling myself young, so I'm covering all my gray hair with my hat. Um, but it seems like the like default has flipped from like, ah, I'm just going to do whatever I got to do, like head down, do my thing to helping other people. Or like even like if you do have to go out to the store, like out on walks, like when we try to get out and like walk around town and everything, like people are like, we all kind of see each other and it's like, oh, I'm going to jump down onto the side of the street. So we're far enough away and everybody's kind of defaulting to like, hey, we're all in this. Let's figure it all out. And that's been cool to see, especially in a small town. And definitely the communicating part, like Ryan said, like I have talked and it makes me feel bad, but good. Like my friends from high school that I knew since even middle school, my wife I've known since first grade, but like the people we grew up with in high school that we didn't go to the same college, but like we are still friends. Like we've talked to them more often now, like computer face to face or just out loud, not texting in the last five weeks than we ever have, like since we all got out of college. So like that stuff's cool and it makes me feel good. We're all checking in and we're all kind of like realizing even though we didn't have time because we're so busy. I'm doing air quotes on busy because we all think we're so busy. Um, my group at least that now we're like, Oh, I just want to like go for a walk, but it's things like that, that are just cool to like, we're all kind of reverting back to like just being genuinely nice. It seems like I like that. It makes me feel good. Connect with the admissions team during a virtual one-on-one session via Zoom. High school seniors and parents can meet with their admissions rep to cover individual questions for a personalized visit experience. Learn more and register now by emailing admissions at allofatcollege.edu. We want to welcome, officially, with the Social Distancing Podcast, welcome, uh, our guest today, Katie Perry. See if all this is accurate. Bachelor's from Western. Master's from Grand Canyon and Western. Yes. Currently pursuing PhD, right? EDD, but yes. EDD. Important, fancy education things. Smart person. That is how that's read. A smart person. Uh, Has experience in K-12, is involved in a ton on and around campus and even outside of the OC community, uh, but also very passionate about Special Olympics. I know just because I have a lot of students that are involved working with that through you that that like changes their whole outlook on their life and everything. And it's super fun and rewarding. And the assistant professor of health and human performance, our guest today, not the singer, way better at teaching. Not sure about singing. We'll see. Katy Perry. Oh, like college is superstar, right? Yes. <laughs> it's like the same level. Did not ride a lion onto the field at a Super Bowl halftime show yet. Yes. There's still time. Yeah. I will say. Uh, well, thank you guys for inviting me and including me in this fun thing that we're doing. And I've listened to, some of the other podcasts and they're awesome. So thank you guys for putting this time in. Absolutely, thank you. So Katie, we're gonna start like we usually do. Um, How are you doing? How's the family? And uh, you know, after that, can you kind of tell us about when it kind of clicked? Like what moment or what thing kind of clicked for you that it was like, ooh, things are about to change for a minute. Oh, that's, so that's what, that's just like six questions there, Dane. (laughs) Journalism extra, when you only get one, you actually put like five into it and then people figure it out. Um, so how are you doing? How's the family? 
We're good. Um, we have tried to figure out new norms. Um, one of them being that working from home full time with my husband and I both working from home was challenging with kids in and out. And they were showing up on Zoom meetings where I'm like, hey, top administrators at Olivet College, meet Austin. You know, like here's a child. So Katie, you talked about new norms for your family, but when was it that you kind of realized like, I, you know, for us, we're all on spring break that you kind of realized like, oh, this is a thing like this is going to change things like we're now going to have to figure some stuff out i feel like that's still happening right yeah. like i feel like the unknown is still out there like what are we even doing this fall so i don't for me i don't think i fully have processed what this new norm is or what the true impacts of even the last what what did we say five seven weeks what yeah. it really has been um some days i wake up and things are good and i'm like this is awesome i can do this and other days i'm like well that sucked <laughs> like can we just go back um, I, I miss hugging our students right but even when we go back i don't even know if that's going to be an option so right. when did it really hit i think was when when i had to go pick up chromebooks for my kids right like i for me the online remote learning for the college was so short like, mm -hmm. even knowing that it was the rest of the semester, I could make that work. Yeah. But when my kids have to learn through June on computers, I was like, mm, no thanks. So, Katie, you talked about, you know, the new normal, uh, dealing with having uh, two children, correct? Yeah. At home while both you and your husband are working full time. How, ha how have you guys learned to adjust to the new normal? How are you passing time? And then most importantly, I think I've learned a lot about my family during this time i can uh all in all seriousness i can say and, and my wife and i were talking about good things that have happened because of covid uh with my busy schedule this is the most consecutive nights i've ever been home in my life so to me that's awesome i, I get to put my kids to bed every night i can't ever think of a time where i've had to or i've been able to do that so i'm learning a lot of new things about them right like mm -hmm. my oldest daughter loves 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 fuller house I didn't know that. That was something she was watching when I was, you know, at work. Um, so what are you learning about your family members? How are you passing the time? What are you doing in the new normal? I have learned that my faith is important. Um, that sometimes some conversations that I want to say out loud need to be between me and God sometimes for everybody's sanity. Um, I have learned to laugh a lot more and not take some of the things um, so seriously. You know, like you can joke around with family a little bit more. You have a <laughs> more sound relationship with them, right? You have inside jokes that are developing. I have learned that my kids are immensely creative. Um, we, we practiced the trades this weekend and they were hammering in to try to do rodent prevention on the deck that we were fixing. And Nathan was learning how to use a chop saw, which scared the bejesus out of me <laughs> he's nine. And my kids are not big people. And so <laughs> I was just like, uh, 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 what are you doing? But yeah, you know, they're creative and they want to learn and they want to be hands-on and they want to be doing something. We want to have this sense that we need to be productive in our lives, right? And so I tried to figure out and help people with their purpose. My mom and I talked a lot about like, what is our purpose right now? How can we be purposeful in what we do? And how can we continue to have an impact because and that that we thrive finding helping our faculty overcome challenges has been another thing right like, there was a lot 
we kind of got hit with a massive tidal wave and it was like, whoa, like patient and kindness is important right now. Um, celebrating little things has been another big thing, you know, finding joy in simple things. That's important. Whether it's, I, I've taken up baking bread. Ooh, That's you're a one of those. Story. Yeah. So um, my dad sent me 50 pounds of bread flour today. That's a lot. It's a lot. A lot of breads. But we can't find bread flour around here. Oh, yeah. And so I now have yeast. My husband ordered it online. Now that we have time, things have slowed down so much. You talk about your children helping you with the deck project. Um, a year ago, I don't know if we would have been that patient, right? You know, hey, mom and dad only have this weekend to work on it. We've got to go to work on Monday. Let's just stay out of the way and let us finish this project, you know, because we only have a limited amount of time. My wife has convinced me to make patio furniture. So I've been working on making patio furniture. And the other day, I, I just stopped and let all of our girls take the scraps. And they each got to create their own stool. And I was teaching them how to use a drill. Awesome. And so it was fun because normally I'd be like, oh, my gosh, Catherine wants me to make this. Catherine's my wife. Uh, wants me to make this. And I only have so much time because this is the only free time I have this week. So I just got to put my nose down and get it done. Where now with all this time we have, I was able to just to like, hey, stop. And I had one daughter made a three-legged stool. I had another daughter made more of like a bench that was kind of larger than I think I was <laughs> thinking a stool would be. Um, and then I had another daughter like essentially just make two square frames and attach them together with pieces of wood to make like the most sturdy stool I've ever seen. That's and awesome. it's fun because they're being creative. We have time to do that. And we're not so pressured to like – all right, hey, I've got to get back to work because finals are due and I've got office hours and I've got, you know, we, we have some flexibility. That's what I love about it. And it's great to hear that other people with kids are getting to take advantage of that. Well, on a faculty perspective, I, I got to know my students very differently over these last few weeks. You know, like um, my one student had a niece that constantly joined us in class and would actually walk up to his computer like during non-class times and like, where is she? <laughs> I want to see her. Where'd she go? Um, you have to know their kids. And, and some of our students have kids. Some of them have nieces and nephews that they live with when they go home. You have to know pets. Yeah. Right? Lots of dogs. Lots of dogs. Like Lots some of, dogs. of our class sessions ended with like, show me your pet. Like, where's your dog? Where's your cat? Like, you know, but you, a different thing that you, that you wouldn't get to see otherwise. And so there are blessings. And there's a lot of opportunity in this mess for us to become better. And so we're trying. And that's Katie's great at segues because that goes right into this. As somebody who went through the new faculty orientation that you were very involved in, and I, I think people who might not get the full picture uh, or might not be as involved on campus still might not understand how much you do for new faculty and faculty overall as the faculty senate president and running faculty meetings and all that fun stuff. One of the things that people always kind of associate with you, I think, whether you know or not, it's positivity and like the, hey, we got to get something done. We got to make plays. We got to do something. We can't just sit. What are you doing? What are some strategies that people listening can like kind of try to overcome and find those happy things like you're all pointing out? I think that's where I turn to my faith, mm -hmm. right? And I turn to the relationships I have. I, if you check my call log, the number of calls I've made to my mother might be embarrassing <laughs> for being, <laughs> you know, being a mom from being a mom myself you know and how many times I'm calling my mom to check in and you know leaning on my husband I, I have told him I'm like 
wow, how thankful I am that I married you because I haven't ever had a I'm going to kill you moment. <laughs> That's impressive. Which is impressive. That I is. mean, like, we're usually not in the same house all day. Like, we are truly available to eat three meals a day together. That is new, yeah. right? Like, lunch is at noon in this house and you hear the commotion and we eat lunch together. Like, what is that? And so for me, it's re reaching out and building those connections. Um, I have tried to be there for faculty and some of the different roles I am, and we've done faculty drop-in meetings. Here, here's the deal. People might actually think they're for them. That's for me. Like It's, you know, I get to see my people. I get to see the people that I'm in the trenches with. And that is soul filling. And, you know, it's good. Sometimes even when people are struggling, it's good to know that you're not struggling alone, right? Like, it kind of validates some of those feelings that you have, uh, insecurities, questions, fear, you know, all of those feelings that you feel. And it's like, okay, if I'm not in this alone, then I have this group. I have this amazing army with me and we're going to rise up and we're going to move forward. And I saw Coach Wilson put a tribute on the Olivet College wrestling page. And he talked about, you know, if you're going to fall, fall forward. And yeah. I feel like, you know, that we are at that point. It, we can work, we have an amazing opportunity in front of us to challenge ourselves to grow um, in a thing that we never thought we'd have to endure, but we can move forward and we can become better through it. And so just trying to remember that, you know, and I have amazing colleagues that help me see opportunity. And so you use those relationships. Every day for the next few weeks, Olivet College is going to give a shout out to a member of the class of 2024 on social media. Be sure to follow Olivet College on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to see these fun updates, get info on events, and more. What are some new hobbies that you've picked up or something that you maybe have gotten back to doing that you haven't been able to do in a while like for instance dane has been playing dnd uh dane hasn't played dnd in a long time because he hasn't had the time he's so busy as a faculty okay. member just pouring his heart and soul into these young men and women Correct. um so what do you get to do now or what have you picked up um that's a new hobby or an interesting hobby so i gotta rewind a story jeremy and i recently moved to the olivet community school district where it's technically a charlotte address but prior to moving, we did not have internet that we could use to stream on because nice. we had such a limited data packet. Well, at our new house, we now have unlimited data. So for the first time ever in my life, I am addicted to a Netflix series. <gasps> what one? The Anna. Ranch. Ah, oh, my okay. wife loves that show. Yeah, it, we watched it because one of our friends recommended it, and we were like, okay. And it's pretty easy watching, right? Like, Yeah. Yeah. So that's why we went with it. And if the kids do walk by, it's not anything that's terrible for them to. There is language in the ranch, there, though. I was like, surprised. My wife is a big fan. There is a lot of drinking, yes. Um, <laughs> but nothing my kids have never heard before. So. <laughs> there are worse things. Keep <laughs> in contact. And they're not sitting there watching it with us, right? It's just if they're going from point A to point B and happen to hear it. So let me ask a question then that may help Katie since she kind of answered Dane's question. She did. That was mine. Um, Dane, in a hypothetical world, excited. if you are like Katie, who just realized what Netflix is essentially and get to watch it, knowing what you know now, 
what would your order be of the top three oh my gosh. shows on Netflix or movies that you would binge? I mean, if I'm just telling people watch great things, Breaking Bad is like very high on the list. Like if you like things that aren't necessarily all slapstick funny, it is a very funny show, but it's just like front to back. One of the best shows I've seen the office, which is still there for a minute. The American version of the office is still probably the best thing. I watch it at least twice a year, all the way through all nine seasons, some seasons better than others, but it's just so easy and simple and funny. And I'm a big, huge fan. Um, God, and if it's stuff I watch or stuff I would suggest. What would you binge? Oh, man. Office 1, Breaking Bad 2, All of Last Chance U 3. Ooh. That is, my, that is my aesthetic. Like, if you're trying to figure out what – I think because I worked in that for three years. Like, Tell me I'm supposed to watch that one, and I don't know why. You, you would – you're in it, essentially, in the first season. There's a – I don't know if that's good or bad. It's so good. There's an academic advisor at this – junior college that like is the reason many students who come from underprivileged backgrounds stick with school and move on and go where they need to go and I think from my experience you would have some parallels drawn there from some students experiences um but it's really good it's just like behind the scenes documentary style of this junior college football team and all the different people involved and it is it's crazy but um, you're three thank you I I was just about to flip it so I have taken uh, hmm, Peaky Blinders is good. I like Netflix originals that are really good. Big original um, guy. So I would go Peaky Blinders. You absolutely have got to throw the office in there. One of the most proud father moments I had was last year over Christmas break. I got my daughter to do two things with me. One was watch the office from front to back. Nice. And the other one was to watch all of the – the entire Rocky series, Ooh. Um, which she enjoyed both very immensely. So that I feel like my job's done. And then probably the first show I ever binged watched that I, I would do it again because it's great was um, Sons of Anarchy. I thought was great. It was the first time that multiple seasons had ever been out when I f- first started watching a show. Sure. So I got to just like go right through it. And it's a it's good a, show. It's an addiction pretty much. Yep. All right, so so we talked about it a little bit at the beginning of the show. You you quickly mentioned your mom was making cinnamon rolls for people. Um, what kind of good news are you seeing out there in your community uh, with your friends? Uh, anything special that you would like to share that you've noticed or seen or kind of touched your heart? You know, I've been amazed at how resourceful people have been. I shared yesterday in the faculty drop-in that my sister-in-law did this video collage thing. Um, for people to drop in and say hi to my parents. We, my parents were planning this big 50th wedding anniversary trip um, this summer for our entire family. And slowly we're learning that those reservations are being canceled. And so they were kind of heartbroken and down. And so, you know, people realizing different ways to get creative and reach out to people um, has been amazing. And how technology has kind of stepped up and filled a gap. I'm like, how did they do this in 1980? It's seen people riding bikes more often. We live in the country on a dirt road with only eight or nine houses on our little street. And so just seeing neighbors and yelling from your, you know, yard, hey, like, it's just kind of cool. Um, yeah, you know, you hear a lot of good stories and I think we have to focus on the good. You know, um, I have seen faculty rise up in an extraordinary way of reaching out for students, trying to make sure that we are throwing every resource we have as an institution out for students, you know, through common alerts, like 
we have submitted so many more of those things than we normally would have yeah. and trying to support students where they're at and figuring out how we can use our resources. I have just seen so much grit and tenacity from our faculty in these moments. And it's just been incredible to be able to say that I'm friends with them. I'm <laughs> colleagues with them. Like I want to do what they're doing and how eager we are to share with one another. You know, um, I have worked at other places in education where it's like, this is going really well for me, but I, I have to be doing good and I have to be doing better than the next person. And you, you take your resources and you put them behind your door and you hope nobody else knows your tricks. And our response has been so opposite of that. It's like, let me tell you what I'm doing and this is really cool. And here's this website and I read this article. And it's just amazing the collaboration that we have chosen to take. And I appreciate and respect the crap out of our way of doing it. Having talked to other institutions, I, with getting my EDD, I've been in different Zoom meetings with people of sure. other faculty. And from our administration down, we just as an institution handled that about as good and as gracefully as you possibly can. And, you know, for a campus that can sometimes feel siloed with people at the conservatory and people at Mott yeah. and athletics, you know, like we get so busy and head down. However, we crafted that conversation and launched it was good. And I am just so incredibly proud to be a part of this time at all of that, you know, even though that the future feels unknown, right? And that can be scary. Like, we can do amazing things. And I think we can take that empowered feeling that we have right now and decide what we want this to look like. So I'm excited to see where we fall. High school seniors, decision time has arrived. The OC admissions team is here to support you in the coming weeks as you make your college decision. Here are five factors that set all of that college apart from others. Number one, small class sizes with individualized attention. Number two, affordability. Number three, in-demand majors and programs. Number four, robust student life opportunities. And finally, the all of that college advantage. Contact the admissions team at 800-456-7189 or admissions at allofthatcollege.edu to learn more and take your next step. So like for you, what is it about all of that that kept you here, brought you here, or makes you, like you just said, so proud of and supportive of what's going on here? The people and the opportunity. Um, when you're at a small place, you, you get to know people, right? Um, Nancy Van Hoosier, who's one of my most trusted colleagues and closest friends on campus, um, it took her a while to trust me, you know? Like if you look at my resume prior to all of that, I was leaving an institution or an organization every four years. Yeah. And so she was questioning whether or not I was gonna stay. And at one point, you know, once she realized that I was in, she's, you know, it changed. And it's the people, it's the relationships. It's when you walk into somebody's office thinking you're going to, you're going to get one question answered and it'll be five minutes. And then an hour later, you're like, I really got to go. You know, um, and I think all of it offers a lot of opportunity. I'm really excited about some of the things that are happening with a possible pathway to teaching and looking at some opportunities, post-graduation opportunities for our students that want to go into teaching and being able to dream of what you want something to be for this place and then knowing how to go about making it happen. I would imagine at a big institution and what I hear from bigger institutions is that process of making it happen. And so it's the people and it's that relationship is the opportunity and the opportunity to become somebody and to make it better. 
you know, not just keep it where it's at, but how do we constantly improve? I know that that's what makes Olivet College special. Mm -hmm. uh, we get to be with the students. We get to have a, a part of their life. Um, we get to make an impact. I, and I, I feel that our students are really, truly grateful for what we do. And so the, you're right. It makes Olivet special. It makes it fun. It's, uh, we do well, it for the kids. I also think if we wanted to rewind to a few, uh, previous question about good news to share, and you hit that idea of our students want to be back on campus. That was the number one thing I heard. You know, yeah. I will not take for great granted our people and being in class because so, it's our people and our students are amazing and it is the relationships. It's the, you know, two years away after graduation, you get the text message. Hey, professor, um, I want to make sure you don't hear about this on Facebook first, but I just got engaged. Aww. Yeah. Like they know that they matter when kids are willing to engage with us and work hard, I don't know anybody on this campus who's not going to match them in that effort. We won't forget, and I'll throw some names out there and I'll encourage them to listen Drop to them. this so they can hear their shout out. But there was, I had a three kids go through my first cohort and I, I, yeah. I wasn't even there for all four of their years, but they were PE majors, Zach Grapp, Taylor Pringle, and Trevor Haas, right? Yeah. Those were my first three and they're like, nobody will ever replace us. And they're right. Nobody will ever replace them. But what's amazing to me is every year I can point to a cluster of students yeah. who have had a amazing impact. I don't even have the words, like speechless, unmatchable impact on my role as a professor and helping me define what Olivet is, what Olivet should be. There is just a unique place for our kids and there's always a group that just kind of steals your heart. And when they graduate, it's hard. So we've talked a lot about the students and why we do this and how special Olivet College is because of our students. Um, before we sign off, anything encouraging you want to share with our students, the Olivet College community, friends, family, alumni, anybody listening, anything that, they, that you think they need to hear from Katy Perry? Be assured that we're doing all of the good things that we can possibly do. And we want to listen, we want to react, we want to help, we want to support, we want to encourage, we want to do those things. And just as Dane and I talked about, we can only show up and meet a kid's effort. The only way we know to help and support is if you reach out. And so I'm always a listening ear. I can always redirect an email if I'm not the person that can help. But, um, and I am grateful for our administration. I'm grateful for the faculty. I'm grateful for our students and their parents because it's been a team effort unlike any other. And so let's just figure this out together. Let's collaborate throw your ideas out there. So Katie, I want to, I'll start with, thank you for joining us today. It's always a pleasure. Thank you. Appreciate taking the time out of your busy schedule at this busy time of year. Um, as a reminder to everybody listening, you can find us anywhere you can get your podcasts, whether it's Spotify, Apple, Anchor, Pocket Cast, Stitcher, all those fun places. Uh, anywhere you can get them also, all of that college social media and through the all of that college YouTube channel. Um, and if you want to be a part of the show, Katie just did a great job. We, we want to talk to more people students, faculty, staff, alum, anybody involved tangentially, even to all that college. We want to see how you're doing and we want to know that you're also out there doing good. Uh, so please reach out, let us know. You can get me, Dane Pavlosky, at D-P-A-V-L-O-S-K-I at allofthatcollege.edu. Or Ryan, do you want to spell yours today? Yeah, so I'm yeah. R Shockey, S-H-O-C-K-E-Y, at olivetcollege.edu. So feel free to reach out to us if you have anything, get a hold of us, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. Um, I'll shout out a couple quick thank yous and then give it over to Ryan and Katie if she's got any as well. But I want to thank Katie for joining us, Ryan for running the show, 
the marketing department for all the behind the scenes part to put this all together and make it happen every week. Um, the All That College administration, faculty, staff, uh, but most importantly, like we talked about a lot, our students. Thank you so much. By the time this comes out, we will be through the spring semester. So thank you all for all the hard work you put in and get ready over this summer so we can come back in whatever form it is to keep doing what all of that does. Um, I wanna thank some specific students, Aaron Gowdy, Keon Rainey, Asher Wertheimer, Travis Garner, um, and also Jackson Patton for the little outro, but also as part of the intro. Uh, and also my wife, Aaron Pavlovsky for one, putting up with me shut up in the guest bedroom all the time taking our only door to the dog, getting out to the yard for an hour, a couple times a week, um, but also everything else and her performance in the intro as well. So that's a lot of thank yous. Thank you, everyone. Ryan, you got any thank yous? Yeah, I think I could come up with a few. Uh, thank you to Good Dane luck. for, for uh, as he puts it, spending hours and hours on end so editing and producing these uh, podcasts. So thank you. And I still go back to this was kind of a silly idea that Dane said, yeah, yeah, I think we could do that. So I Dane, I thank you for that. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Hopefully we can continue to do it. Uh, Katie, thank you for being our guest today. It's always great to talk to people that are part of the Olivet College community and get their perspective on what's going on. I'd like to give a big shout out and a thank you as always to our, our essential employees across the country. Uh, as we begin to open things back up, it, it hit me the other day, I had to run to the grocery store and I thought, we're getting back out and we're able to maybe start doing some of these things, but there are a whole lot of people that have gone to work every day over the last seven weeks to provide us with our basic things like uh, prescription drugs at the pharmacy and food at the grocery store and uh, travel arrangements and those things. So a big thank you obviously to our healthcare workers on the front line, but also the people running the cash registers, stocking the shelves, uh, bringing in the produce. Uh, without them, things would be a lot different. So a big thank you to those people, making sure that that oh so famous supply chain is working and intact and able to provide us with the goods that we need. And as always, thank you to Olivet College for letting us do this. Um, we get to put their name on it and uh, makes me proud to be an Olivetian and a Comet. So thank you to all of those. Nice. Katie, anybody you want to shout out? May as well. You guys. You guys are amazing. Um, and I, you know, just anybody who would say that they have any affiliation with Olivet College, our, our students, their families who are enduring this, and you know, they had to endure the change too. All of a sudden, their college kids home. <laughs> like, you know, extra mouth to feed that they weren't expecting and so we're all in it together and i i appreciate the work and behind the scenes work that's going on all the time um shout out to my parents who endure my moments right um but yeah thank you guys for doing this for sh sharing hope and sharing the good news because there's a lot of that and we can't forget about it thank you all again hopefully this brought a little light to your day because it sure helps us um, keep your eyes peeled and your ears open for the next episode. And until then, as always, stay healthy, stay safe, and go comment. Thanks for listening to Social Distancing. Don't forget to subscribe and be on the lookout for more content.